Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, once again, and welcome back to another episode of Father and Sundays, the unexplained regard to absolutely nothing. This week we're in episode 82. 82. I know, and we are talking about urban myths. I don't believe it. So stick around if you want any more. Hello, Dad. Hello, Connor. How are you? I'm all right. I've been sort of sitting around for a little while. Uh, we've had some technical issues, haven't we? Yep. We have? Yep. So you've, you've been, been sitting there in silence whilst I've been getting well, frustrated at the computer. Well, yes, but you, exactly that. You're getting frustrated. You've been under the under the desk, over the desk, around the corner of the desk. And I've asked a couple of times, you know, oh, is it this? Is that? And I just felt like if I got involved, it would wind you up even yeah, more. Yeah, probably would have. Well, I'll, there we'll be you honest. go. So I sat there silently. Part of me, and this sounds, I don't mean to sound rude, but part of me was attempting to say, do you want to go sit in the other room? <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, um, just like the old days in. But it, it's working. Is it? It's, well, at the moment so. it is, It's yeah. working at the moment. Um, I've got something to say. By the way, what's your name? Hi, Dave. My name's Dave. Just Dave? Yeah. Not Id? Id. Dave Id. That's Dave my middle Id. name. Yeah. Oh, right. No, yeah. My name's Connor. Hello, Connor. Um, you're the father and the son. Um, one thing that I've been... Because I've been listening to our podcast recently. No way, there are no other podcasts, surely. I know, and uh, it's been, they, they they were commenting on the fact of, they were saying that the, um, the episode number at the start of every episode, and they were going, it's weird, because every time we say the episode number, we go, we seem to go, oh my god, it's, I can't believe we've made it to episode 20 and stuff like that. Even though... And I know pre- we make a joke out of it, but we literally do that every single time, don't we? We do, yeah. Well, it's, I mean, I guess we've talked about this before. When we were starting, um, we were amazed when we got to, I don't know, 15, 20. And now we're on 82. Two. It's sort of, I don't know, it's still quite quite a lot when you think about how many different subjects we've uh, we've murdered over those particular months and yeah. years. We even did a murder mystery. We did a murder um, mystery. yeah. But the, that, yeah, that was my point. And also, I was going to say, along with the other tech issues, my computer is still playing up in certain ways. So, just as a heads up for this entire episode, I'm a little bit annoyed right now. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, that's never a good start to no. one of these things. Okay. And now my toe hurts, and I don't know why. No, it's because you're annoyed. I might take my sock off and have a look at it. Have a look at it. Well, I, I, I've got some admin stuff to f- sort out from last week. 
Um, so, so I'll go ahead with that. So, what, what kind cool. of admin? Well, we had a few questions, unanswered questions from last week. We talked about things, and then we didn't really close them off. And usually, we don't even bother doing that, do we? But I thought for once, I might actually try. I don't know what you're talking about. For, okay, so just get on with it. And we'll see what happens. The cat. We talked about the cat wearing a baby go like pajamas. Right, and I said, the cat's pyjamas. And I said, I'm sure that's a saying. It is a saying, Connor. It's a saying, the cat's pyjamas. It means a cool person uh, or a cool she thing. She did not look cool. That's the cat's pyjamas. She that's didn't look cool dog. at all. Well, no, no, not necessarily. But that's what I was referring to. Then there was the correct pronunciation for Snowden, which I can confirm is Earl with a var. And the correct pronunciation for Snowdonia is Eruri. Okay, so I murdered those last week as well, so I just wanted to address that. And the other thing, we were talking about adventure stories, and we were talking about the fact, which I wasn't aware of, that you were you listened to the Famous Five uh, on tape or whatever on in the car. Yeah, it that, was tapes. Yeah, tapes. Um, and we were talking about who they were and and what who the five people and I think you said about whether there was five people and a dog well I can confirm uh the famous five were Julian Dick Anne George and their dog Timmy so you were right the dog was one of the famous five and they did things like five go to smugglers top like the tweenies yeah it is a bit like that do you, do you remember any of these five goes to smugglers top five on a hike together. Five go to Billy Cock Hill. Five have a wonderful time. I'm getting nothing. Five slam dunk the funk. No, that one was made up. No. <laughs> right, and the other people were the Secret Seven. So can I just point out that I don't remember any of the names of the books for the Famous Five. Yeah. However, I do remember some of the stories vaguely. One where they they appear somewhere. And another one... Oh, that's that, the Famous Five appear somewhere. Yeah, and that's the same one that I got confused between the word bath and bathe. And they said, we're going to go bathe in the sun. Now, I, well, at this age, I didn't know what about the word bathe was. So I just said, we're going to go bath in the sun. And why have they put an extra E on the end? Oh, the Famous Five bath in the sun. Yeah, yeah. That, that episode. And that confused me. And there was another one when they were in a car and there was a barn. But then that could have been that I was in a car because I was listening to it in a car. Or and you there was were in a barn. A barn. Or I was in a bomb. Yeah. Okay. Well, the other books were the they secret... They also did a Disney series with them. Did they? I think you mentioned that anyway. Oh. But just quickly, just to get through this in, the other books were, we didn't know whether they were called uh, The Magnificent Seven or whatever it was we came up with, but it was The Secret Seven. And did we discuss that? The fact that we actually found out there were The Secret Seven later on in the podcast? No, we didn't, we didn't remember what it was oh. all through the podcast. And they were Peter... Janet, who was Peter's sister, Pam, Barbara, Jack, Colin and George. There was no animals involved. Completely unrelated to the famous five. They were. And there was like Secret Seven and the fireworks. Doesn't sound particularly exciting. Secret Seven win through. Oh, I remember Secret Seven. There was one where there was a gazebo. Yeah? Not a gazebo, sorry. A tent. Um, No, you know... um, You know those kind of things, like almost like a bandstand type thing but they're for sitting in gardens and it was like a summer house but they're not a summer house because they're open yeah okay those what, things a gazebo? 
Is it a gazebo? It is a gazebo, yeah. Okay. yeah. There was a gazebo. Oh, right. Well, seven, uh, Secret, Secret Seven, seven and on the, the trail. gazebo. Yeah. Secret Seven, Don't Stop Moving, and Secret Seven, Club Party. No, you've made, you've made them up, some of those. <laughs> <laughs> Again. <laughs> right, anyway. Urban Myths, right? We're going to talk about Are urban myths. Are we on now. some urban myths now? Uh, we're on to urban myths now. Now, we've talked about a few different things that could be classed as urban myths, but I'll read you out what the definition of urban myth is. A humorous or horrific that's story. A, that's a bone, isn't it? Yeah. A humorous or horrific story. Sorry. Or piece of information. Then? The second time, yeah, because I'm having to keep repeating myself, aren't I? Try again. A story of... Or piece of information circulated as though true, especially one purporting to involve someone vaguely related or known to the teller. So that's when I guess you get the, oh, my mate's sister's aunt, she had this problem where, you know... And it's a bit it, like the urban myth of you going into a school and there being ghosts. Uh, it wasn't an urban myth, that's true. But... You know, well, no, because it was a first-hand experience. But if I'd have said to you, for instance... But now it's an urban myth to me. It's an urban myth to you because you said my... You could say my dad went into a school when he was younger and potentially saw a ghost, right? Uh, but, you know, first-hand experiences is is first-hand experiences, I suppose. But anyway, we, we've talked about Loch Ness. We've talked about the Yeti. Uh, We've Bigfoot. talked about sci-fi. Yeah, yeah, but I'm talking about... Uh, you're going to be right. in this sort of mood, aren't you? Because you've a got little the humpy bit. grumps a little bit and you've got one now. sock on. You are a I've bit got, grumpy. I've got no Don't. socks on. Oh, right. I've tickled both of them. I threw them over there. So there's lots and lots of these, right? And uh, we've got a quiz at the end. No way. Yes, way. We've got a quiz at the end where I'm going to test to see whether you can see what the real, uh, like the true... Uh, the myths and the lies are. You've got to actually decide between three different ones. Three? Um, yeah. That's not how true and false works. Well, no, that's why it's called. Well, once you li- listen to the sting. Urban oh, truth, you've listened urban to, myth. Uh, you've listened to the sting already. No, because we play them live later on. Do we? No. <laughs> no, we don't. Right. So, I started to look through these urban myths. I think I myths. broke my toe. Do you think you have? What, just by taking your sock off? That's no, a bit dramatic, it isn't it? Yeah? Yeah, I'm, I'm rubbing it against the metal leg of the table to try and cool it. Okay. Where did you break it then? On the toe. What are you talking about? On, no, my foot. My toe When hurts. did you break it then? Oh, when? I don't know. Okay. Proceed. Proceed, right. So, I was looking through ones, and there's obviously all those ones we've already covered before. Yeah, I was looking for ones, yeah, yeah, like I've said. So, (laughs) for instance, oh, this is going to be painful, this is. Um, Did you know that there was a rumour? Did you know? That Paul McCartney died? Yes, I did. You did? You were aware of that, wasn't you? Yeah, he's not dead. Well, is he? I've seen him live. Ah. but was it him? Yes. Uh, how do you know? Because he was on stage. Yeah, that doesn't. And mean... I got. A, I took a sample of his blood and got it checked. Ah, he didn't. <laughs> I was with you. You didn't do that. You were too young to do that. So the theory goes that Paul McCartney died on the 9th of November, nineteen sixty-six, and was secretly replaced by a lookalike. Apparently, McCartney. Someone's nan. 
Well, <laughs> could you, well, nowadays it could be. Yeah. It could have been someone's name now, but at the time, no, you know, he was very, very well known and adored by many. Apparently, McCartney died in a car crash, and, this, and to spare the general public uh, and fans the grief that would have happened from finding out that he died, the rest of the band replaced him. Right. Okay. I feel like you've got more to say, but I've got some questions already. Okay. Do you want to ask questions? You can ask questions whenever so, you want to ask questions. Was it 66, did you say? Yep. So that was kind of when Beatles were at their height, roughly. Well... They were, they were an active they were an, band. They were a thing then, yeah. Okay. So say this is true and say that McCartney was replaced by a lookalike. Now that lookalike has gone on to get do a career of his own. Yeah. Yeah. Live and let die. Yeah. Oh... Live and let die. Well, never... a lot of these things come into play. Okay. But anyway, uh, he's gone on to get do his own career and he's done all this stuff since. Solo, not in the Beatles, solo. Yeah. Which, okay, even if he was a a replacement, he, I would argue that he's got a career of his own now. Yeah, but lots of, I mean, people play, that. I've seen a film called Backbeat, I it's just like it's Doctor called. Who, isn't it? Or even the one that's uh, uh, the Nowhere Nowhere Boy, which is about Lennon. But basically, it was they were played in those in the films by an actor. That's how films work. Yeah. So why couldn't that happen? What? The thing is, right? What they're, that, what they're, what they're sorry, saying. Sorry, your point there didn't make sense. What do you mean it didn't make sense? No, you're saying well, why couldn't it have been played by an actor? No, basically. There's many talented people out there that could have uh, written the same sort of music as he has. Uh, yeah, okay. And also there's people behind the scenes. Yeah, like fair. in a sort of Stock Aiken Walkman sort of uh, scenario where they're writing the hits for that particular okay. person. Right, okay, fair play. Yeah, get yeah. it. But since then, yeah, he's done a solo work on his own. Yeah. As if, if even if it's Paul McCartney V2... Paul McCartney V2 has still done solo work on his own. Oh, no. Well, see, we're going to go back to this business about Nick Knowles now, aren't we? <laughs> Look, if if someone is Paul... If the original Paul McCartney died, right? If he died and he was replaced by someone else, he was... They've even... I haven't got the names here, but they've even suggested who these people were that might have replaced him. That's who they are. They're not Paul McCartney. They're pretending to be Paul McCartney. They're not actually Paul McCartney, are they? Okay, right, okay. Yeah? Interesting point. But I'd also like to make the point that <laughs> Sting's name wasn't actually Sting. He went by a stage name. So this person could be anyone just going by a stage name, but they still are, still are the now. They, they are now Paul McCartney. But but what's well, it's like me going on stage and saying my stage name is Elvis Presley, so Elvis Presley is still alive. Oh, if you got famous enough, what? he would argue that. <laughs> what are you talking about? That doesn't make any sense. It does make sense. <laughs> right. Anyway, I'm gonna look. So anyway, th- what happened then? Right. If we do, just, you believe that Paul McCartney's dead? I don't believe his work after a certain period was as good as his work before that period, which, you know, have you ever heard the Frog Chorus? No. Right. So that's a big clue to it not being the original Paul McCartney, that particular song. Look okay, it up. but Live and Let Die is really good. Yeah, but did he write that? What? Well, you're saying no one wrote it. 
No, I'm saying someone would have written it. There's plenty of songwriters out there. Okay, who wrote I'm the Walrus? Uh, Lennon. All right. Basic, right, I'm going to carry on here because I, I think once I explain what happened, you'll, you'll understand. But apparently the band felt quite guilty about it afterwards, you know, about replacing him and, and, and pulling the wall over the fans' eyes. Um, He's one of the only two that's still alive as well. And there's... Lennon's our only way of knowing. Exactly, so this is it. No, so basically... There's a lot of clues they reckon to to this actually happening. Um, so uh, on the Magical Mystery Tour album, McCartney's the only one not facing forwards on the back of that cover, right? So it kind of gives you a little. They didn't want anybody to see his face properly. <laughs> uh, the front shows an unidentified band member in a different coloured suit from the other three. It's kind of singling him out all the time, right? Other things like in the Abbey Road album, they talk about, you know, the famous one where they're walking across a zebra crossing, right? Yeah. yeah, you know that one. So it's like a funeral procession. Lennon um, is a, he's, he's wearing white, uh, so he's kind of the heavenly figure. Then you've got Ringo Starr in black. He's like the undertaker. You've got George Harrison in Devon. Uh, in Devon? He's in Devon. He's not even there, right? <laughs> so they had to get a replacement for him <laughs> as well. Yeah, yeah. So they had to get someone in for him. No, he's in Denim. <laughs> so he's the grave digger. And then McCartney is barefoot for some reason and out of step with the others. And he's the corpse, right? So there, there's all these little subtle things in there. Also on that album cover. Have you been printing? Yeah. Have you, did you get permission from mum? I don't need permission. Um, don't tell her that. <laughs> um, she doesn't listen to these, so that's all right. The Beetle, there's a Volkswagen Beetle in the background of that cover, right? And it has the number plate LMW281F. Now, the 281F, 28, represents the age if it's still been alive, right? So, 28, if... If he'd still been alive. The LMW, they reckon stands for Linda McCartney Weeps or Linda McCartney Widow. The only problem with that is that he hadn't actually met her at that point. So yeah. that kind of falls down a little gap there. But 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 all of them would... Were all of them the same age or roughly the same age? Uh, George Harrison was younger. Okay. I think... Uh, okay, fair enough. But yeah, 28 might if, be but he would also be 28. He would be 28. Also, it could just be a number plate. Yeah, but look at that. That's really spooky. Anyway. At what point did someone decide that he died? It died it? He died, he died it. When did he die? It? Did he die it at, the, at the time? Like, as in, did people realise at the time or did people realise a lot later on? Because that really... Well, I think it was like thing. a year or so afterwards that I think it, I think what I read was it was sort of they started, started to circulating, yeah, started to notice he he was always facing backwards and blurred, and he was wearing sunglasses, and there was people holding up his arms. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, yeah, um, that's pretty poor taste, really. Um, well, it's the like, other, other um, things, right? Weekend at Bernie's. Apparent, apparently, <laughs> apparently, yeah, that's got pears in it. Lennon in the final section of Strawberry Fields Forever. 
there's spoken word by Lenin, and he says, I buried Paul, right? Although Lenin said afterwards, no, he doesn't say that. He says cranberry sauce, right? Now, I haven't had a chance to listen to that, to check that out, but, you know, either way. But also, did you say it's strawberry fields? Yeah, strawberry fields forever. So Okay, so even if he did say, I buried Paul, he could have meant that he threw some berries at him. I strawberried Paul. No, is buried that, Paul. Yeah. I well, buried, no, that's that's what you kind of like referred to. Strawberries. Yeah, I yeah. I buried oh, Paul. That's a very good point, Connor. I hadn't even thought of that. Uh, but Thank apparently, you. he says cranberry sauce anyway. So, cranberry, Paul. Um, so, I I reckon it, it changes whether you listen to it, where you think you're hearing one thing, or you think. You're well, there's the an other. awful lot of songs as well. They reckon if you play it backwards and all that, he says. You know, Pete K sketch. Oh, Somebody yeah, yeah. stapled the vicar. Yeah, all that sort of thing anyway. So, yeah, so what they're saying is that Ringo Starr's the only surviving Beatle and that Paul McCartney is not Paul McCartney. Yeah, I think I said Lennon was the one alive earlier. Did you? Yeah, accidentally. No, I don't think you said that. Yeah, I think I did. I think you just said there was one left. Yeah, and then I said Lennon's the only one that can tell us now. Oh no! I thought you meant that Lennon was the main person in it all, but he can't. He's the only one who can tell us now, and he can't because he died. Oh, I should have just gone with that. All right, you should have, and then no one would know, wouldn't they? Should have. <laughs> <laughs> How animals work. Number sixty-four: the swan. With a fully retractable stainless steel neck, these jumped-up geese are exclusively carnivores, preying on rodents, amphibians and small children who stray too close to the water's edge. Above water, these majestic winged creatures look like they've been carved out of marble, but under the surface, their six mechanical legs tell of a more sinister and perverted freak of nature. Okay. Okay. So we've worked out that Paul McCartney is someone's nan. Yep. So let's move on to Banksy. Banksy. The mystery that is Banksy. Right, so, who is this mystery artist? His work started to appear in Bristol in the 1990s. In the late 1990s, appears to have moved to London, and artwork starts to appear around the capital. Exhibitions of his artwork are appearing by the 2000s. Hangs his own work in the... This is just mental. I didn't even know this. He hung his own work in the Tate Britain disguised as a pensioner, right? Right. He hung his own version of the Mona Lisa in the Louvre. I don't know what he was dressed up there as. As the Mona Lisa. Yeah. Do you reckon, oh, he, he might have been. Yeah. Uh, and he People appears... People go to look at the painting. It's he just, appears yeah. to have moved to New York. Right. So, I, I'm fascinated what, It appears by, Banks has moved to New York. At, at that point, or in... Uh, more recent times, yeah, spent some time in New York because it's obviously done certain well, all things. All you need to do, really, is just track down this person's movements and then you know who Well, that's is. what they've tried to do. And they've actually come up with some suggestions on who it is. I don't think it's one person. Do you not? Do you think Banksy is a, like a name and then a number of people are Banksy? Is that yeah. how you see it? That's what I think potentially is the case. Well... I think it could be more than one person. I do actually believe it is just one bloke because there's people that know him. Hang on, you just said... But my <laughs> point being is, could it be more than one person? Well, I think... That, see, the thing is... When I'm not he saying was, they're all... 
when in- he was originally cohesively doing- working I'm just saying that maybe they're each putting <coughs> out an artwork and just putting it under that umbrella well it, when you when I read down those things so he was, he was his artwork and then he appeared to have moved into London because he was his artwork was appearing there now the people would just wake up I mean it was really really cool isn't it I quite like his artwork as well but they'd wake up and on a wall on the side of any sort of building there would be this this uh this artwork of a bank and quite yeah. obviously a Banksy. Now, well, the hat does he sign them? Uh, well, I, f- I think it's kind of I don't know actually. It might be some sort of uh, way of a, a calling card as such. Whether he 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 calls in and says it is him or he's put he some sort a bank, of signature. a bank note. Yeah, a Banksy note with a C at the end. Yeah. But <laughs> the thing, yeah, I don't, the thing that gets me is then he has an exhibition of it. So there has been exhibitions of his work. They um they, now now but there was that TV th- show that had it and then they painted over it in the TV show, didn't they? Did they? The one with um Stephen Merchant. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's an actual that's real in, life Banksy. Oh, was it? And they yeah, did it in front of and they painted over it. The, the they thing is, once it. it gets to the point where there's an exhibition, and the fact that they got him to do it, that means they know who it is. Well, you'd think so. And if there's an exhibition of his work, more than one people, person has to be involved in that in order for that to actually run. So there's got to be a number of people yeah, in is. on it. But how on earth, if you've got a, any more than one person, does it stay this sort of myth, this sort of well, legend that he is? Or even if it's only one person, they go, oh, yeah, I know Banksy. Yeah, I'll, I'll get in contact with them for you. Um, yeah, but... And it turns up they're Banksy. Oh, right. So you could be... Yeah, this is where you could, where I think Hide it might be... Hide in plain mul- sight. You're right. Multiple people anyway that are doing it. So there's there's been several sort of uh, theories about who... Who do you think it is? I just think it's a, an, it's a local artist to Bristol. I think it's someone who is like an art student or something and... and it's sort of guerrilla art, it's sort of pop art, it's everything like that. And I just think it's someone that's captured the imagination. Now, it's, you know, at the right time, the right people, and then suddenly the fact that no one knew who it was, if they, if, it, if that was someone who people were aware of... Maybe it's Stephen Fry. Why would it be Stephen Fry? I just feel like he might be good at painting. Right. But breaking into stuff, and I can't see... If- Stephen Fry doing that? No, no. But thanks. Yeah, that's that's that's. I'll put that on my list of people that that it could be. Or so it the couldn't. People, I'm putting him as a couldn't now. Oh, couldn't. Right. Okay. So Narrowed it down. Possible identities include, and these are the people they've that the, you know, there's been quite a lot of talk about. Now the first one, and I'd heard this one before, was Neil Buchanan. Uh, the presenter of Art Attack, right? Yeah, and it when and this is this is where these things actually start to uh, sort of roll and and build and build and build because one person gets hold of it and the next person and it just gets to the point where people will say, oh yeah, it's so and so that's 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 who Banksy is. It's and it's only based on a number of people saying, oh yeah, it could be. Now, I from what I gather. The only reason being is because the stuff he used to do, because you used to watch Art Attack, didn't you? I did, yes, and he did the big art. 
Yeah, so he did. He used to do unusual and things, and he, and he was a little bit in that sort of vein, wasn't it? It was in that. So I mean, obviously, he did make things out of toilet paper tubes. But yeah, and sure. things like that. But it was that on that sort of scale, he'd do something different. There was something always a little bit weird about what he was doing in there, which just showed the creative side of it. So somewhere along the line, someone Maybe it's decided. Mr. Maker. Who's Mr. Maker? The one that used to do it. Um Probably oh, didn't he have to do it in a certain amount of time? Yeah, he used to do 60 <gasps> second makes. 60 second, and that's just wrong. You shouldn't have that sort that of stress. Was tense, that was. It was. Not when you're doing art. Art's meant to be well, it's calming. Quite, yeah. Like well, this. well, yeah. Um, now, so, I mean, as much as that person has been banded about, I think he's denied it, but then he would, wouldn't he, if he was Banksy? That's exactly um, what Banksy would say. That's what Banksy would say, that. The next one was Robert Del Naja, or Naja, leader of the band Massive Attack. Why would it be someone famous? Well, it wouldn't be necessarily, but now this is interesting because when they've looked at uh, concerts that Massive Attack were, where they were performing, quite often they were at the same time as a piece of artwork in that particular region appeared. Which and he has a bit of a background in doing sort maybe of graffiti just, maybe art. Maybe he's a roadie with them though. What Banksy? Banksy's a roadie for yeah, massive attack. Yeah. Well, that could be it as well, yeah. But that's why they've started to say about him as well. So it seems to correlate between the gigs and the actual artwork appearing. But again, like you say, this is someone famous. This is someone people know because it's if if someone says, "I oh, actually Banksy's." Uh, uh, John Smith. So well, who's John Smith? Oh, he's just a guy from Bristol who, who was an art student that done this. Oh. Because people want it to be someone that's well known, known already known for something else or are known for Though working. he would become more known. Well, he would be. But it's, or she. But I think the, the appeal, I like his artwork. Or, or hers. hers. Or theirs, but I don't know if people would be as interested if there wasn't the mystery behind it. Yeah. They wouldn't be, would they? they? It would still look good. It would still be something, but... Isn't it weird how just graffiti... Because it is. is graffiti. It's vandalism because it's not yeah. being done with well, the permission yet. At, at the beginning, I imagine that's why his identity was... He, he wasn't someone who was promoting his stuff. But then the way it sort of caught on and everybody's sort of the mystery behind it. The street art is a wonderful thing. Um, what we could potentially do is, look, we could just we could just say it was someone and then just tell what, everyone. Start a rumour yeah. that it was... Um, oh, so who can we think? Who can we think of that's good at art? Um, or has got none? access to spray paints? Oh, it needs to be someone that's got access to spray pants and a ladder and um, is able to move around the country um, and be able to scale walls and things like that. Who's the one that does... Um, oh, uh, I know it. Uh, Nick Knowles. Nick Knowles. <laughs> see, Nick, see, Nick Knowles does... I've seen him do painting on there. Yeah, I've seen We him know paint. even Nick Knowles himself is a bit of a mystery, whether he's actually real or not. Yeah. From a previous episode we've done. Oh, mate, and he's mate, got access to ladders. ladders. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I reckon it's Nick Knowles. Or it could be the, the actual DIS. 
DIYSOS. The CSI SOS team. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> it could be. Damn it. That's weird. And they come up again. So that's a strange thing that that's been suggested. I like that. So I reckon it's Nick Knowles. Well, I don't um, even want to read the last person. The last person they suggested was a guy called Robin Gunningham, who was born in Bristol, but moved to London around the time that stuff was happening in London as well. Uh, I don't know who that is. So I don't want it to be that person. I want it to be Nick Knowles now. Well, it is. It is Nick Knowles. Knowles. Banksy is Nick Knowles. Paul McCartney's an old woman. Banksy's Nick Knowles. Yes. Right. Okay. We've sorted that one out now. Um, there's another... I mean, we, as I said at the very beginning, um, the we've talked about sort of the big ones, haven't we, like Loch Ness and Yeti and that. Other stuff, and when we talk about things spreading, like, like the spider bite, like it's, it's a famous thing that you, when you grow up, someone says to you, oh... There was this woman, and it's usually a woman, That's got bitten by this spider. Sorry. And then the, the the bites was really swelling up and swelling up, and then thousands of spiders come out of it, right? And it's that's a sort of urban myth. That's the sort of thing that my, you know, you'd hear it. You'd say, oh, a bloke that my dad knows says that he was working in a hospital once and then someone come in and that's how these things spread. So you've got that sort of thing. But there's actual people as well. Uh, there's plenty of sort of stuff out there. And again, we've talked about this. It, it comes into things like um, we talked about crypto uh, zoology. zoology and things like thing that. Things like Gollum and stuff, yeah, like the man made of clay and rocks. Yeah, that sort of thing. Or the Somerset Gimp. Um, All that, which are terrorising English villages. That's up. not that's not on urban myths because he he's real. Well, he is, but no one knows who he is, and that's why it, it falls into this territory. I think Banks he said exists. No, because this has been recent. But does he? This has been more recent in the news, and he was doing it just for a laugh and stuff. Um, I think he was caught. Oh, right. Well, as far as I knew, he was around people writhing and yeah, grunting. terrorising them. But I didn't know he'd actually been found out. So there, we, we, there's another thing unmasked then, due to this podcast. Unzipped. Unzipped. A gimp masked. Um, one that's interesting that we found out about, we, we live in South End, obviously. No way. No way. And when trawling through the many, many myths and legends, we came across, didn't we... Both of us separately, the Rat Man of South End. Yeah. Um, apparently, the legend goes that there's a there was an old. It's a pretty bleak story, to be quite honest with you. But uh, an old homeless guy was seeking shelter from the cold in an underpass in South End, but was set about by a group of youths um, who beat him up. He wasn't dead, but he was near to death because he was not in a great state anyway um, and was laying there bleeding. And then he was finished off by the local vermin, not the group of use, by actual vermin like rats who devoured his face. And now it's said a ghostly figure is now seen in the underpass, underpass even, and squealing and scratching his herd. See, with this particular underpass... 
Yes. Is this the one near... Um, now, this won't mean much to many people, but is this the underpass that's like... Underpass. Uh, uh, that roundabout, the raised roundabout with the with the road going underneath. Yes, that's the near, one. Near the Enterprise. Yes, yeah. where you got your car, yes. A higher, higher car. car. Uh, higher. Higher <laughs> car, over here. Um, okay, cool. Because there used to be, uh, there used to be like... Not subway bits, but they used to be underground bits throughout the high street and stuff as well, didn't they? Yeah, they used to be. Uh, apparently, they used. Yeah, they, oh, there was. Yeah, I remember them. Um, I remember them too. Do you? Was they yeah. when you were little? All right. Yeah, I but think there was so, only there briefly. Was, there was a tunnel. Uh, loads of tunnels. That, um, we've got a place called the Cliffs of Pavilion, which might be familiar to people from uh, from Britain. From, uh, because there's a lot of artists come and, and play there, a lot of quite big bands and all the rest of it. A However, lot of comedians record their shows there. Yeah, they do indeed. But there was tunnels that went underneath that as well. Like Magic and Kingdom in Disney. Yeah. So people could come to and from. But I went, I actually yesterday went down to the subways where this person was supposed to haunt. Uh, mainly just to take my photo with them, but <laughs> so I, just to go down it. But these places are. Or weird Did and you creepy anyway. It was too loud. There was loads of cars going past. Did you hear scurrying rats? No. Should we go back there now? Because it's dark now. There's uh, less cars. I've got to get up in the morning. All right. Never Not mind that I'm scared. I've got to get up in the morning. You're scared, aren't you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, no, no but that's interesting. That, again, you know, it's it's another one of these. And again, it, it moves into ghost stories then as well. Isn't it funny? Just. Briefly as well, because we're talking about urban myths and we also just mentioned Disney. There's quite a lot of urban myths that come out of Disney. Oh, there are, yeah, There's definitely. loads that came out of Disney. And a lot of them are just... It's no longer myths because they've been... Yeah, no, that's true. Like, there's, for example, there's a basketball court. Yeah, that's the one, yeah, up in in the, in the Matt Horn, is it? Yeah, I think in so. In the California And one. then the underground tunnels in Dis- Disney World, that's true as well. Yeah. That wasn't so much hidden, but... They don't necessarily talk about like an underground. Well, it's highway. the whole point of them, isn't it, to actually move things from one place to another without anybody seeing them. Yeah, so. and there's a number of things about uh, Disney that's quite interesting, like having um, Walt Disney's head frozen. Oh yeah, we talked about that, didn't we? About having cryogenically frozen to be brought back in in years to come. Uh, but you, you get, you get. I suppose urban myths. They they. They go from ghost stories to UFOs, mysteries to mythical beasts to all sorts of just people trying to trick the society. Well, I guess the big thing now. I mean, in in the past, you would have had stories handed down through the generations. So you know, my dad might have told me a story about something. Then it slightly changes. And then it's get told again, and I tell you, and all this sort of thing. Now, and this, this is why things move at such a pace now, is because of the internet and social media. Oh yeah, we didn't know about the Ratman of South End. No, we didn't. No, but if you go, I could go on the internet and I could start a rumor. I could say Nick Knowles is Banksy. No, that's not a rumor. That's true. All right, okay, that's true. Right, I could go on there and, and say that, but. If you've got the right audience, some of these people that have got these tens of thousands of people that follow them, you know, you just put that little seed out there and that just grows and grows and grows. And before you know it, people are saying, oh, I've heard this. This is true. Not this is a 
someone's come out with this theory, it is now the truth. Yeah. And it goes and rolls. And it's it's actually does it at a frightening rate. I mean, I tell you what, if, if Banksy does listen, if they want to get in contact, uh, Nick, no, sorry, uh, then that could be done at, by emailing contact us at fatherandsundays.com or... Um, I mean, we don't, we won't read it just out. Just go on the website. Yeah. Well, yeah, we can leave you anonymous if you want. Yeah. We Nick can, Knowles. We can, yeah, we can keep your identity. So, yeah, Nick, Nick, we can, we won't, we won't. If I get an email it. from Banksy at Banksy. So, <laughs> Banksy at DIYSOS.com. <laughs> That'll blow it, won't it? Shed news. Tarpaulin's back on. Right then, Dad. So, uh, oh, I don't know why I went so loud and just into it there. But um, I hear that there might be a little uh, thing. Yes, I've wrote a song. Oh, okay. I've wrote a song called Urban Myths. Uh, The thing, I don't know what it's called, actually. What's it called? What, your song? Yeah. Um, Everybody loves an urban myth. Things we like about over with, yeah. Uh, just keep talking until I. Find I've got yeah name something name. urban myth uh, like urban. No, not the urban. Nothing quite like. Nothing quite like an urban myth. Thank you. In brackets, nothing quite like. You obviously knew that. Yep. Enjoy. She'd heard from my brother that his best friend's niece was ill. A huge black spider had crept up beside her and bit her on the back of the hill. Three weeks later, there's a lump like a tater which grew by an inch every day. Before she knew it, there's a pop. And some fluid and a thousand baby spiders emerged Or so she said There's nothing quite like an urban myth To give everybody a laugh It's such a change from those daily strains Like that bloke who smuggled 50 otters up his arse My mate Graham's next door neighbour Says his milkman's partner's quite scared from a source that up in the north they're putting microchips under people's hair it's there to control the people like those with a switch that's kept in the south and if you breathe a word of what you've heard they'll come round and so up your mouth there's nothing quite like an urban myth to frighten everyone after death a change from those daily strains Like the girl who ate more onions And melts things with her breath There's nothing quite like an urban myth To keep us all entertained It's such a change from those daily strains Like that chimpanzee Which was born with six brains <laughs> Game time. 
So a game, and this has been hinted at earlier on in the podcast, that it is likely to be a quiz. It is a quiz. <laughs> it, is <laughs> it, a quiz. Is, it is a quiz. It is a quiz. Right, so... Um, Nick Knowles. Uh, no, not no. yet. So basically, I've got a number Do you of... Do have to pay him the amount of his name? I think he should be quite pleased that we're mentioning him. He needs to, he needs to work, doesn't he? Um, so basically... I've got a quiz of 12 questions, I believe. 12? Yes, 12. Interesting. Uh, and it's called Myth, Real or Lie. Uh, perhaps you could play the sting for me. Okay. Is it real? Is it a myth or just made up? Give it a guess. Try your best, but don't mess up. We're counting on you. That was a nice sting. Thanks very much. Did you like it? Yep. Do you like it better than the last one? Nope. (laughs) Right, here we go then. So, I'm going to give you... I'm going to talk you through something and then I want you to tell me whether it's a myth. With actually... It might have been a myth, but it's actually true. Right. Or it's a complete lie. What? So how so, many options have I got? Three. So you've you've got to decide whether it's a myth, something that hasn't right, been so, proved. So it's not been proven, but or it's, it's been there. proven true, or it's been proven false. It's been true. No, it's out there. Oh, no, listen, God. listen to me. It's out there as a myth, yep. like we're talking about. It's out there as a myth, but it's been proven to be true. Right. Or I've made it up. I've made it up. Oh, my God. Okay. Right. Okay. Hang on. So, hang on. No, right. So, a real urban myth. Yeah. Yeah. A real urban myth that's been true, true. Yeah. Or just a fake urban myth. Yeah. All oh, right. Okay. Are you ready for that's this? so ridiculously confusing. No, but it okay. Just pay attention. If you listen to the stings, I'm sure it'll all become clear. No, it was very <clears throat> not clear from the sting. Let's just go with it. Question one. Chasing your towel. The phrase, chasing your towel, appears to come from the action a dog makes when it goes around in circles. However, this is not where it originated. In the mid-1600s in New England, at the height of witch hunting, a story emerged that a number of witches had their towels removed as they were determined to be demons. Before being... uh, Yeah, sorry, as they were determined to be demons. Before being burnt at the stake... Following the burning, a number of the witch finders died in suspicious circumstances, causing panic as it was thought the witches had returned to retrieve their towels. The witches were chasing their towels. Is that a myth? Is that a myth that's been proved to be true? A real myth? Or is it a lie? Um, a myth. It is, in fact, a lie. I, I thought it would be, completely. but... Okay, chasing your towel is about chasing your towel. Right, anyway, question two... You're going to get frustrated with this, yeah, aren't you? Yeah, I am. Question two, getting caught short. When you pee in a swimming pool, your urine turns red, blue or green, so you can be un- identified as the culprit. That one is a myth. That one is a myth. And, in fact... It's probably just used as a warning to stop people weeing in the pool. Yeah. Right. 
Very good. So that's nice and quick. Got that one. Question three. Did he or didn't he? There is a story in America passed down through the generations that a man went to Discovery Cove in Florida and whilst relaxing on the lazy river relaxed a bit too much. Or did he? Nobody but he knows what really took place on that fateful day. Um, so, hang on. So, that was an urban myth, but true, because it was you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but is it true or is it not true? Because you've not said anything specifically that happened. Right. So, so it's true, because you've not explained whether something ex- explicitly happened. So, it? it's a myth... Because it's not been proven true or false. You know, but but there's nothing to prove in that. You were relaxing, so I can prove that you were relaxing. Yeah, but you know what I mean by relaxing, doing a wee-wee in the water. Right, okay. Which is why it followed on from getting caught short. Well, I know you did that. Oh, did I? Yeah, because you've told me you did. Oh, did I, though? Yes, you did. I you can't know. just do I have never told you that I did. Yes, you have. I haven't, because I've always have, gone. No, because and you, this won't you went, come through the podcast. You went a bit early, yeah, because there's a video, there's videos of this, and then you're a bit further up and you've said to me, and you said when we were watching it back, said, yeah, I was weeing then as well. And and then you go, really? And I go, yeah, and I'll go, shake my head. Or I go, no, I didn't do that, and then I'll go like that. So it is a myth, you're absolutely right. So that's question so you're that one to me, yeah? Yeah. Question four, Charlie No-Face. The residents of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, were terrified of a ghostly figure with a severely burnt face that lurked around an abandoned train tunnel at night. Shall I close the Wikipedia page? There's a load of urban myths on it. Might be, might be <laughs> worth doing that. Causing electricity to go Sorry. haywire and the locals to fear for their life. Is that a myth? Is that true? Or is there... Myth. A, it is, in fact... A true story. He wasn't called Charlie. His name was Raymond Robinson. And he had severe accident involving an electrical line which left him... So it's not true. It is. With a disfigured face and a fear of going out in the light. He would venture out at night and would even pose for photos with locals. So there's a myth about this person being out there. And he was actually out there. It was just slight details that were different. But he wasn't haunting, he wasn't horrible to people. He actually posed photos with people. And his name was Raymond and not Charlie. Right. So that's true. I can tell you're, you, you're very angry about... You've took your socks off and now you're very angry about this quiz. Not angry. You're disappointed? <laughs> no, I'm not disappointed either. Question five, Ant and Deck. Yep. It is often remarked <laughs> how close Antlin... Antlin? Anthony McPartlin and Declan Donnelly are, and how they have remained friends over the years. Anne is also regularly lampooned for having quite a big forehead, but only a few people know the truth about this fleshy expanse. There is in fact a small door invisible to the naked eye in the middle of the slab-like facade, and every night Deck goes through it, where there's a small cot where he sleeps. Right, so if you were going to say... That there is a door, because they live next door to each other. If you were going to say that there's a door that links their two houses... Oh, I didn't know they lived there. I would have said that. Then then I would have gone, yeah, that's a myth, because that's an actual myth that goes around saying there's a two doors that connect. But that one's clearly a lie, because it's based <laughs> on the Mighty Boosh as well. 
A little bit, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, you got me there. Oh, I don't know how you saw through that one. Question six, government mind control. The CIA was testing LSD and other hallucinogenic drugs on Americans in a top secret experiment Experiment, experiment. on behaviour. I hate it when you correct when I stumble over words. You love it. Is that a myth? Is that true or is it a lie? Myth. It is in fact true. The programme was called MK Ultra, MK Ultra even. The CIA started using volunteers but soon moved on to dosing people without their knowledge. This this quiz is very <laughs> difficult because I've basically got to determine whether it was a real myth that went around or you've made it up, but also on top of that, whether it's already been proven true. <laughs> Well, that's just another extra layer. I feel like it shouldn't be points. It should be like extra points. <laughs> I think you're, I think you're getting too wound up about this. It's supposed to be a bit of fun. Um, question seven. I'm going to stop layers. doing these if you go. Right, too many layers. Yeah, there's too many layers. Question seven. Arthritis. Cracking your joints causes arthritis. I just clicked my toe. Oh, that's a myth. It is a myth. It is thought that bones or joints rub together to cause a noise, but that's not true. Do you know what it makes a noise? When it's it a cl- bubble. It is. I knew you knew that. Amy. It is, in Do fact, it, really? a gas bubble that forms between the bones and pops. So I used to... So this is the interesting thing. We talked once before about chewing gum and swallowing chewing gum, and it stays in your body for seven years and all that old nonsense, which is supposed to stop you just swallowing chewing gum. I was told, because I've got joints that crack all the time, don't do that because later on in life you'll get arthritis and it will be really painful. And that was just a lie, a dirty lie. No, it's a myth. It is. Um, Okay, question eight. Summoning the devil. It is said that if you play a specific track on the EastEnders sing-along album released in 1985 backwards, you clearly hear an incantation summoning the devil. The track is... Don't Diddy Dally on the Way, the Cock Linnet song, and includes a solo by Gillian Tailforth, a.k.a. Kathy. Right. Was Kathy on it at that point? Yes. Okay. Look that up, yeah. No. Also, did they, ever have, a, did they ever have a sing-along album? Yes, I had it. You did? You had a sing-along album? I had album. the sing-along album, yeah. I swapped it with someone. I feel, No, it's a lie, this. You sure? Yeah. It is a lie. And was the sing-along album real? Yeah. Oh, I, I had it. I don't believe it. Do you still it. have it? No, I swapped it with someone for s- other records. Do you reckon we can find it on eBay? You can look it up. It's there. There was there was uh, Leonard Fenton, who, who I think was doc, Dr. Octopus. Yeah. No, what was his name? I don't think it's that important, is it? It is to me. No, so Kathy was in it, and then she left it because she apparently died. But then she came back. Oh, I right. I'm okay. getting confused. But I'm thinking. But it I'm was thinking quite the one early that works. on in it all. They released an album. I'm thinking the Dirty one that works. I'm thinking the one that works like at behind the bar and in the cafe and stuff like that. Yeah, Not Kathy. No, no, no. So I'm thinking of the one that doesn't have a speaking part a lot of the time. Oh no, not her. Isn't no. that uh, She's Tracy? Been in there for, yeah, Tracy. Tracy She's yeah, been here for ages. Okay, question nine. Insuring your assets. In 2014, a male adult star nicknamed Hugh Gonads, real name Dougie Wilkinson, insured his two veg for a whopping £1.6 million, or £800,000 each. 
making them the most valuable plums on earth. Right, so there was someone who did ensure that. Who did you say it was? Uh, Hugh Gonads, huge Gonads, or Dougie Wilkinson. So what's their job? Um, Male adult star. Male adult star. Male porn star. Yeah. Right. Um, Don't know why you had to... True. That is a lie. Made that up. <laughs> you look it up and someone did it. Yeah, but they work. If they did, they weren't called huge go reds. Right, <laughs> this is what makes things so difficult, though. <laughs> you can't. This is the thing. We've done this I before. I think you're gonna have to have a lay down after this. We've done this before, where you've said, "Oh yeah, but that one's actually a lie because it is a true story." But I changed the name. The party artists and the amount of money and anything. Anyway, okay. Question 10. Let's just get through these last three. <laughs> and then I'm going to do a rudder. Dung in. A German zookeeper died after feeding a constipated elephant laxatives. He stayed with the elephant monitoring its progress and happened to be standing behind it when it finally evacuated its bowels, the result of which meant he drowned in poo. Um, myth true. It's a myth... Uh, but it's never been found to be true. So, right. myth. You let me have that one? I'll let you have that because one because you, you realize seem to be really angry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you think you're going to be you're going to be really angry about this one. Question 11, the toxic lady. A woman gets taken into a hospital with an ailment and is given a bed while she is monitored. Everybody who comes into contact with her goes down with a mystery illness, although the woman in question doesn't show any signs of this and her illness is unrelated. Yeah, this one's going to make me angry. Mm. Myth? It's actually true. Right. Because there's... (laughs) This has happened on various occasions and it's thought that the woman was a carrier, a low suggestion may be the real culprit. So it, it it kind of there's been recorded uh what do you call it so this? So there's been recorded Thanks for that. Of, recorded whatchamacallit's <laughs> you know, uh Cases. events recorded events where this has happened. But no one's quite sure one way or another. Um whether it's you know true or not, but that it actually appears to be a true thing that happens. Although calling it the toxic lady gives it this sort of mystical, frightening, ghostly sort of thing. I just thought you were going to get angry about that. Right. Okay. No, it's a myth. Really, beyond anger. I'm just so you're beyond <laughs> beyond angry. Right. Here's your last one then. <laughs> the the. <laughs> Question 12. <laughs> DIY, destroy it yourself. BBC's DIY SOS program seeks out special people in the community who need help with house modifications and improvements. Or do they? In fact, on more than one occasion, Nick Knowles and the boys have caused the damage in the first place in order for the restoration to have greater effect for the TV viewers. There is also some dispute about the authenticity of the tradesmen who, out of the goodness of their hearts, turn up with supplies and to give a helping hand. Many have owned up to being paid actors. Oh. Um, so, 
So basically... Basically they're saying they're making it... So they are... Basically... They don't, they don't just go to some randomer's house and just destroy it. No, basically they, might they go in... make things look a little bit worse. And they trash the place. Uh, and they say, oh, this ain't going to look as good as we want it to look. So they start whacking walls down and that. Not what the people want. And it's pretty much a fabricated show. Um, Lie. That... Uh, that they get people in on just to, for effect and that. Lie. And as we know, Nick Knowles is not a real person anyway. Lie. It is a lie. Because <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of me, me thought that I could see some people going, nah, this can't be real. Um, But no, that's got to be a lie. Yeah, it's a lie. And that's the end of my little quiz that Connor really loves. It was look, it was fun, apart from the fact there was an extra option in there which made it far too confusing. Okay, I'll go back to the old. <laughs> well, hang on, you usually have three choices in the multiple choice one. Yeah, but that's that's completely different. It's not a true or false or extra true. Is it okay. true or false? But then also <laughs> potentially, it could be false. But it's 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 maybe right, true. I'll, I'll, I'll take your point on board. I'll I'll learn from that and I'll go forwards with a, a different sort of. It's just less confusing, please. Okay. Well, next week, uh, we we've got camping two, electric boogaloo. No, <laughs> camping two. Camping the two. Right, the sequel. Right, and there's camping stories. I've revamped. Are they tra- true or false? false? Yeah, and so it's literally: is this true or is this false? So do you think you can be able to handle that? I think so. Okay. Look, just before we go, I do want to ask: Have you been enjoying the football? I have been enjoying the football, and uh, we were absolutely right with our predictions last time. Well, yeah, the the one where we said, "Oh no, we're out of this world." Oh, but that was a bit disappointing. <laughs> yeah, that was that one that was right, yeah. Yeah. Um, but they also played Wales. They would have played Wales by the time this has gone out, yeah? Because it's going out this week, isn't it? Dad. Dad. Yeah? We, we're recording this after Wales has played. The Wales oh, yeah, game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They won 3-0. I get so confused. <laughs> right, but, yeah, what a game. What a game. No, they, they, from from our point of view as, as English England supporters... It, it was excellent. So I thoroughly enjoyed yeah. that. And we, Commiserations to Wales. Because yeah, all the best. It would have been nice to see Wales go through yeah, as well. Yeah, no, but I, you know, I, I've, I've said many times, I support, I'm English, I support England, but I also like to see Scotland, Wales, Ireland, and the Republic of Ireland uh, do well. Interesting. Northern Ireland and the Republic of Ireland. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, because I said, yeah. Yeah, yeah but I've I just learned I, that maybe I should bet on you it. you know, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, you're such a plum. Uh, I can't believe that. One thing after another so, of your bets went so I, awry, didn't I had it? three bets. I had two £1 free bets, yeah? So uh, the first one I placed on England to win, and England to win by three or more goals. So mm. that's still on track. Um, Harry Kane to score or assist, he assisted. And Carl Walker to score or assist, he didn't. No. Like, um... And then I also placed a bet for England to win and Declan Rice to score or assist. Two separate bets, these ones. And um, Carl Walker, Declan Rice and so, Harry, yeah. Maguire, Harry Kane, sorry, 
all got taken off at the same time. And I turned around to you and then when there goes your bets and you said, well, at least I vote, I bet that for England to win. Yeah, so I placed the third bet for England to win. It was looking really good. We were winning, we were winning. So basically I was definitely getting this money and I just looked to see what my cash out would be at that point and it was basically saying I was losing. And I was like, what? Then I realised... I'd accidentally placed a bet on Wales to win. Well, you'd placed a bet on the home team will win. And, yeah. And the home team will wow was the way it worked out. Yeah. Never mind. See, when the fun stops, stop. stop. Which is halfway through that quiz, I think. I did place a bet on Brazil game tonight uh, for free uh, as well. Did you? Yeah. And what did you, did you say about Basically, it? Jesus to score quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And then to win. Yeah, well, I can tell you now, it's Cameroon nil, Brazil nil. <laughs> so, that's not happening. <laughs> I think you should opt out of stop. betting, yeah. The unfortunate thing is I've um, I've placed a bet on England to win the World Cup. Oh, that's all right. You, people do that, just throw something in there. I forgot I did Are it. Are you sure? Um, but anyway. Okay. Just going back quickly. Um fatherandsundays.com you can go on there you can send us messages you can also send us an email contact us at fatherandsundays.com should you wish to, wish to do so uh, all websites available in there but um, you can listen to your chosen podcast platform Facebook, Instagram, Twitter like and follow us on those share us with your mum yes and it's and Camping her 2 friends. next week yes it okay. is Camping 2 the sequel next week so stick around if you want any more okay bye for now Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.